How do you do? Miss Pandora Box feels it would be a little unkind to present this podcast without just a word of friendly warning. We are about to open Pandora's Box, a chaotic place where progressive thought meets intelligent discussion in a display of social and political commentary. It is one of the strangest tales ever told. It deals with the musings of a powerful creature, a sexually liberated woman. I think it will enlighten you. It may shock you. It might even offend you. So, if any of you feel that you do not care to subject your nerves to such a strain, now's your chance to, uh, well, we warned you. If you have any complaints after listening to this podcast, by all means, please, feel free to leave them at the corner of fuck you and go fuck yourself. Hello everyone, and welcome to Pandora's Box. On today's episode, I'll be telling you the true story of the first Thanksgiving. And I warn you now, learning real history is not meant to make you feel good. American mythology holds that pilgrims and Indians united over 400 years ago for the first ever Thanksgiving. However, that peace was short-lived. Only one generation later, the settlers and their one-time allies were at war, and to some, the holiday is only a reminder of the oppression experienced by Native Americans. Thanksgiving in the United States is traditionally a time for family, food, and football, celebrated on the fourth Thursday of November. American school children are typically taught the version of the first Thanksgiving that sells Hallmark cards, that the tradition dates back to the Pilgrims, a group of settlers who helped establish the Plymouth Colony in 1620 in what is now the state of Massachusetts. As the story goes, Friendly American Indian locals taught the struggling colonists how to survive in what Europeans back then called the New World, followed by everyone coming together in peace and harmony for a big feast in 1621. The truth is that Thanksgiving feasts predate Plymouth, and the peace that day was tenuous at best. In fact, the reality behind the holiday is so dark that some people are rethinking how they should celebrate the holiday or whether they should celebrate it at all. According to National Geographic, settlers in Berkeley 100 in what is now known as the state of Virginia celebrated their arrival with the Thanksgiving feast as far back as 1619, though the Washingtonian reported that the meal was probably little more than some oysters and ham they just threw together. And according to the National Park Service, Spanish settlers and members of the Siloy tribe broke bread in Florida with salted pork, garbanzo beans, and a mass in 1565, decades before the settlers in Berkeley 100 first had their Thanksgiving meal. Our modern definition of the holiday is centered around eating turkey, but in past centuries, Thanksgiving was more of an occasion of religious observance. Per the history of Massachusetts blog, the pilgrims would likely consider the sober 1623 day of prayer to be the first actual Thanksgiving. And still others pinpoint 1637 as the true origin of Thanksgiving, since the Massachusetts Bay Colony's governor, John Winthrop, declared a day to celebrate colonial soldiers who had just slaughtered 
hundreds of Pequot men, women, and children in what is now known as Mystic, Connecticut. Regardless of when the first Thanksgiving happened, the popular telling of the initial Harvest Festival lives on, thanks to none other than the 16th President of the United States, Abraham Lincoln. The Enduring Holiday has also nearly erased from our collective memory what happened between the Wampanoag and the English just one generation later. Massasoit, the Wampanoag paramount chief, allied with the English settlers after the establishment of Plymouth and fought with the newcomers against the French and other local tribes. However, their alliance became strained over time. Thousands more English colonists moved to Plymouth, took over more land, and asserted more control over most aspects of Wampanoag life. It has been estimated that disease had already reduced the New England Indian population by 90% by the year 1620, and the Wampanoag people continued to die from an unknown disease brought by early European settlers that the colonists called Indian fever. In January 1675, John Sassamon, a praying Indian who served as an interpreter to New England colonists, was ambushed and assassinated. A mixed jury of colonists and Indian elders convicted and executed three Wampanoag men for his murder, sparking the conflict known as King Philip's War. The war was bloody and devastating, and it ultimately ended in the defeat of the Wampanoag people and the end of armed resistance by the Native Americans of southeastern New England. According to It Happened in Rhode Island, Metacomet, also known by his English name, King Philip, was beheaded and dismembered, and colonists impaled his head on a spike to display for 25 years. This war was just one of a series of brutal but dimly remembered early conflicts between Native Americans and colonists. And now we go forward to the United States today, where a recently renewed focus on racial justice has some people reevaluating the meaning and celebration of the holiday. Teachers, professors, and Native Americans have told the New York Times that they were rethinking the holiday that has marginalized the United States' violence and cruelty against Native Americans, giving it names like Takesgiving and the Thanksgiving Massacre. Aquina Wampanoag activist Frank James helped establish a National Day of Mourning in 1970. On this National Day of Mourning, Native Americans and supporters gather at noon on Coles Hill in Plymouth, Massachusetts for a day of remembrance. Prayers and speeches take place accompanied by beating drums before participants march through the Plymouth Historic District. It is not only a day of remembrance, but it is a day of spiritual connection and protest against racism and oppression. Now, I would give my thoughts on this, but as a white woman, I have not experienced the racism and oppression that Native Americans have faced historically and continue to face on a daily basis, and my thoughts are therefore invalid. Therefore, I will simply say the following. This year, spare a thought for the native people of this land before filling your plate. 
and remember where the history of Thanksgiving really came from. Please share this episode and this podcast on social media. Thank you for tuning in and opening Pandora's box.